15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change and withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender first commonwealth bank member fdic welcome into dc on screen we are talking arrow 518 disbanded this episode we're gonna get super spoilery on it i'm your host david c robertson this is my co-host jason goss to recap oliver brings anatoly to town to kill adrian but changes his mind forever tarnishing his bratva membership the team tries to get along without Oliver in the bunker with limited success. Oliver reunites the team, sans Green Arrow, to stop a Bratva deal he shouldn't have agreed to. All in all, they stop the Bratva deal, and Curtis even gets close enough to Prometheus to get some useful data back to Helix, giving the team their first positive proof that Prometheus is Adrian Chase. Um, I kind of feel like this episode was not as good as the last episode's. Last few episodes. Well, it's definitely not as good as the last one, but the last one was the best episode of Era I've ever seen. I I, I expected a drop off of some kind. Yeah. Um. But what did continue this fair. week is Stephen Amell is absolutely still killing it. He's still killing it. I, I even like the dude that's playing Adrian Chase. Yeah, like, he's growing on me. Like, really has. You can the whole you can keep the knife thing. Yeah. And now like they're really playing like the jump ahead, uh, maybe unfairly when he realizes that they've just gotten a message and it's probably that he is Prometheus mm-hmm. and he just kills, kills them. And like when he's like strangling the dude and he has him over his back and you see like the, the wound burst open underneath his shirt and the blood just start pouring out and <laughs> he's just happily strangling the dude. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, man, that was awesome. Oh yeah. Like, he does. And like the, the last bit where he's driving and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful morning. Oh yeah, that was good TV. That was just great. That was good television. It was great. Like it, and you, it, there's some part of him. It's like it reminded me a little bit of Dexter in, in certain ways. Like certain moments I'd see in Dexter were like, now he's free. He doesn't have to do this Adrian Chase thing. He can just go. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode really got us in the end, isn't it? Like Adrian Chase is dead. Adrian Chase just became Adrian Caught. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it shouldn't have made me laugh that much, but, um, yeah, it, it's, we've just got Prometheus now. Uh, so at least that's where the episode got you is the blown public identity. Also, it, you know, I hated seeing the Anatoly, um, thing. Like I hated, oh. I, I'm, I miss him having him as an ally. I'm, I, I feel like he's gone, kind of gone now. No, no. I feel like if they, I'm going to be pissed off if this season doesn't have an Anatoly redemption arc. Well, they line I, it I up. He says, that. like, when I left Russia, I was convinced you could leave the Bratva, that you could set them on a better path. Now look at you. And, and for, you know, mm-hmm. he, he says, like, I did what I needed to do. And, yeah, I would love an Anatoly redemption something or other. The whole, but. like, it was kind of cheesy that he, like, break, brings it up in the present, even though he says it in the past. Um, I was okay with it staying in the past. 
Yeah. But the bit where he's like, I don't know what kind of man I'll become without you. I'm not worried about the Bratva. I'm worried about what kind of, how the Bratva will do without you. I'm worried about what kind of man I'll become. Um, it was a good line. It was good. And, and good I've thought. butchered it twice now. But... <laughs> <laughs> it was a good line. Past tense. Yeah, right. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good episode, I thought. Um, yeah. Um, you know, and Diggle sticking to form, comes into the team and lies to the team immediately. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, he's, um, Dollar will be with us soon. Yeah. I did like his line, you told me to atone to Spartan. That's like That has to be like a thousand times truer for you. Oh I was yeah! Like, ah, good argument, Dick. Well, he had he had two lines I had to write down when he's talking to the team. This isn't about saving Chase; it's about saving Oliver's soul. Yeah, good. And then later talking to Oliver, you don't think you deserve it? Fine, work to become the man who does. Mm-hmm. Favorite line of the episode goes to Anatoly, though. Which one? Such a bur- such a burden, always being right. Life holds no <laughs> mysteries. Life holds no mysteries is my favorite thing ever. Just <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and it, uh, some some great lines from Oliver, especially early on in the episode. Like when he tells uh, when he it's so, it's so quiet when he does it. John, I want you to leave. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I don't think you need to be alone right now. I want you to leave. I was that was heartbreaking, honestly. And uh, you know later, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you for the last time. Stand down. Yeah, Emil hit that perfectly. Nailed it. And later, the the one that really got me was it was an excuse from it was an excuse for me to murder murder people, and then you know let my crusade die. Mm-hmm. And it's a I think it's a real cool thing that he does. Like you know, eventually he realizes Diggle talks him into uh, yeah, everybody kind of pitches in, I guess. But he, he eventually decides like okay, reband the team, but I don't deserve to be on it yet. So that the my costume stays in a box. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice beat. Like. He did use, he didn't, I mean, from where we've gone now, if he just put the costume, like, after that last episode, if he was just in costume this episode, I would have been a little pissed. So I thought this was a nice compromise. He's going to try to, like, earn the right to wear that costume again. Yeah. When he tells him, I'm telling you for the last time, stand down. Yeah. The way Diggle walked away, I know it was meant to be like, okay, I'm walking away from you, even though I'm not going to give up on, on who you are. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm disappointed as hell on what you're doing right now, Oliver. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that's what it was meant to be, but what I saw was David Ramsey going, yeah, you're a better actor than any of us, aren't you? <laughs> Shit. I'm just going to, I'm going to act with my back on this scene. <laughs> right. Like, I just, I saw him just like look at him and go, you just outacted me, Oliver. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go to my trailer and work on some lines for later. I got this thing about saving your soul that I'm looking forward to, which by the way, great performance. Yeah, like I, I imagine him going back to his trailer or going back to like craft services and just talking to the other actors. Like, we ain't gonna be doing this show for very long. Why? He's better than all of us. He's better than any of us. <laughs> He's not a CW actor anymore. No, not anymore. Like you remember when we when we make like, plans, we, call your you agent, know, update your resumes and VTs, CVs. People can hey, people can go back and look at our old reviews, uh, season or season one and two review of of uh, of Arrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And three or whatever it was, however many I we did, just forget. season longers. Uh, but um, we felt like he was a bit wooden mm-hmm. at first. Like whether that was they wouldn't let him go further, or they. Well, we you used know, to say like he would just walk further. on set that day and then just say, you know, hey, well, what what level of dower am I playing this evening? Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, am I an eight, eight uh, and a half? Okay. But and while he's still like dower, uh, 
man, I'm seeing the cogs working now. Mm-hmm. Like uh, <laughs> he's really putting in a lot of a lot of effort and a lot of work here. I think. And something this season did um, so far, um, it, they I, I, they went too far with season four. Like the producers got done with that season and looked at it and went, ah, we screwed that pooch. I don't think anybody was altogether happy with it. Like it. It yeah. had a lot of promise, and then it kind of got to the end, and, and it was uh, it was maddening. It was uh, well madness actually. Actually, it was just it was it got it got too weird, and it didn't feel like the show we had in season one anymore. And everyone kind of knew that walking away. So mm-hmm. they went back to come on, let's get it, let's get let's make this about the streets, and they rebuilt the team in a way that uh, was pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. And the main thing they did though was like, you know, we cover this on TV news. Is Star City's safe for the finale, like. The, the producers were joking about, like, this May, Star City doesn't have to worry about its its overall safety. It's going to be a psychological drama. Great. Yeah. But that's what they've done, is they've made it about the psychology of Green Arrow, which has given Stephen Amell, like, a chance to really stretch his wings here. Yeah, and, you know, I feel like, in a lot of ways, that should be every show. I mean, at its base. Like, the whole Star City's in trouble thing. Eh, okay. I mean, you got to do but, it every I mean, now and you know, then. I mean, you look at, like, the worst Star Trek movies, the only thing that's in danger is the Enterprise or Earth or both. Mm-hmm. The best ones, Wrath of Khan, Star Trek VI, you know, Undiscovered Country, those were, like, more psychological. Even First Contact was more psychological. If you want to bring it back to DC, Batman, the animated series. What was the key to making all of those villains so phenomenal? They just took a bunch of B-lister villains, mm-hmm. C-lister villains, and turned them into some of the greatest rogues, the, the greatest rogues gallery you've ever heard of. Right. Because Paul Dini understood that you've got to, like, speak to the psychology of the hero with the villain. You have to see the contrast between these two. Absolutely. You ha- I, so, yeah, I, I hope that Arrow is on this path for good, and I, I hope other shows follow suit, like Legends of Tomorrow. Where they actually did some character development at some point. I kind of feel like Legends <clears throat> hurts the most in this area. Yeah. Uh. Well, uh, just getting into character character development. Um, I, is there anyone on this season in this season right now that you haven't seen go through a major arc? No, I mean even Thea's really. gone through one. Even Thea's gone through. I mean, even coming in and out as she is in this last bit, like she's even gone through a major thing that was worth it, kind of rewarding. Mm-hmm. Lance has had a thing, kind of good, enjoyed that. Um. Felicity's, you know, getting to the heart of hers right now. Uh, Diggle had mm-hmm. the whole lot going on for a while. Which, by the mm-hmm. way, I thought about it a minute ago when you were talking. Have we ever at one, any point said that David Ramsey didn't do a fine job? He does a fine job. I don't think there's ever been a point where we're like, yeah, he really he threw, he really phoned it in that episode. He he does a fine job doing what he does, though. Yeah. I just, I've never uh, seen a lot of range with him. I don't know how much range he really has, but it, certainly when they ask him to get angry about something, he gets angry in a, in a beautiful way. I mean... When he yeah. is when he's untethered with thoughts of uh, of of <laughs> homicide, it's uh it's it's a gorgeous scene. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would like to see like I mean, he does a good job with you know he very clearly you know or it looks it seems like he very clearly cares about his kid and his yeah wife. no he he can do compassion we know he can do compassion and he he can do a little comedy I mean he's actually made me laugh a few times yeah the fries bit it, always makes me laugh you know he he does have the capacity. And I swear to God, this isn't a race thing. I promise this is not a race thing. He has the capacity within <laughs> him if he... I'm just saying... you have to preface it, it's always like, well, let's find out. Yeah, let's find out, but it's not. It's it's <laughs> going to seem like it is, possibly, if I didn't preface it. But And maybe even more so now that I did. <laughs> let's but find if out. You, 
when he said when <laughs> when you start having like an emotional scene with him, if I think if he, with a little practice, with a little more seasoning, he has every bit of Joe inside of him. Oh. Gotcha. <clears throat> I was just worried so because both of the actors are black. <laughs> yeah, you're not just saying like he could act as well as the other black guy. You're saying he can act as well as no. Jesse L. Martin. No, like he's got the potential in, in those eyes to be a Jesse L. Martin. To be a Jesse L. Martin. That's not something I'd say about Grant Gustin. I like Grant Gustin. He doesn't have that potential. <clears throat> I don't know if he does. There is something I don't like think uh, he does. there is. There's like a, a paternal feel that Diggle has that uh, yeah. Jesse L. Martin also has that I'd say yeah Grant Gustin doesn't have. Yeah. Now I don't know. Maybe Grant Gustin will. No, same you know, way. Like on Tom Cavanaugh, though. And... Well, yeah. But like Tom Cavanaugh, for instance, <laughs> he can do that paternal thing too. Tom Cavanaugh can do anything. Anything. Anything at all. <laughs> he can do anything. Yeah. Um, okay. So one thing is pretty cool. Like uh, Prometheus, Curtis takes on Prometheus single-handedly at some point, and he's even like, "Really? You're gonna, you're going to try to take me out?" And yeah. the whole point is just to get his T spheres close enough to that the, that algorithm. Mm-hmm. I I just again going back to who, how have these characters progressed? He, yeah. you know, Curtis just tried to tug on Prometheus. Not even yeah, the first well, time I mean, he's done it. He knew he like Prometheus just kicked him a lot. Oh yeah, just just had him on the ground kicking the crap out of him. Yeah, but he knew what he needed um, to get done, and he went in there and yeah. got it done. Um, I did enjoy Helix kind of being like, oh, uh, you told them about her secret? No, no, no. We figured it out with her about nine minutes. You took about three minutes. <laughs> like, you hackers are mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I wrote that one down, too. You hackers are mean. Deal with it. We have to deal with this. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you tell him where we were? No, 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 honey. I, like, he, he made kind of a mean entrance, too. He comes in bragging about like, oh, no, no, I figured that out. You okay? I I hacked the hackers. Yeah. Like how how did you hack the hackers? Felicity left her laptop open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hey, it's you know it's one of the smartest men on earth. If uh, any of the Mister Terrific lore is to be re- you know reused, it they've never said it with him. I don't think on this yeah. show. But you know the Mister Terrific as a character is supposed to be like the you know was it third or fourth smartest man on earth or something like that. I think it was the third. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's, it's a nice set of IQ to walk in your building if you're going to be running something like what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. I was, man, I, I'm really as happy as I hoped I would be with those T-spheres so far. I still yeah. feel like I, like I still want him to be more of a badass, but the fact that his, yeah. tech, that his tech has gotten up to this point already, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It's a, you know, it's a little bothersome to me. The same way it was always a little, a little bothersome to me on like the original Star Trek, where they like just look at a series of blinking lights and they're like, "Yep, we've got it." And I'm like, "How would you even know that?" <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was a blinking light. I don't know. I mean, he literally yeah. looks at it and it like blinks at him, and he's like, "Yeah, we're good." What, what, what are, you, are you mind melding with your spheres now? What's going on? Yeah, it looks like like mm, I recognize that series of blinks. We got it. I, yeah, I don't need, I don't really <laughs> need again. an explanation. I just, I'm happy to go with like whatever interface he designed. I'm sure it's brilliant. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, <laughs> who am I to argue with the third smartest man in the world and or Spock? Whatever. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, something just I know to, that I'm watching you guys. This, I'm watching. This is the last thing I had, but I meant to ask you about this. <laughs> am I understanding correctly from the, the little bit of, uh, flashbacks we got that he, pre-planned yeah. being uh being left on leon you yes i uh that's neat i i dig that that is i mean i, I was kind of wondering like well what kind of weird situation we're gonna i still don't know exactly why he's planning to be exactly there 
I mean, I guess he um, it, well, he wanted to be able to say like the five years and and keep whatever happened outside of the five years kind of a secret, I guess. But so mm-hmm. he wants to be able to say like, oh, I was lost here, and this is where it came. Um, and there was there was a bunch of stuff last week about like, did did Amel just tease the return of Deathstroke? No, it's 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 probably just they're, they're probably just like shooting He's back him on being back on the yeah. island, and it's one of the shots <laughs> from the first episode, and it's probably just yeah. It's supposed to look exactly like it did then, so. Yeah, uh, I like I like the the idea of him just deciding to go back because it's easier to explain than everything else he's done. Yeah, I mean it it makes sense. I it kind of makes so much sense that I'm like a little impressed and a little bored with it. Like it feels a little a little deflating, but at the same time, I'm I'm so proud of the logic of it that I'm like I'm, I'm impressed. I feel like I would rather it be a little boring than a little stupid. Yeah, then, or completely that's, stupid. Yeah, I can deal with that. I can, like, I can dig that. Last season, when they when they opened that plane hangar, and he's like looking down, and he goes, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" And they like kick him out on the Leon Yu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny, but that was the last time that could have happened. Yeah, I I, I didn't know how he ends up on this tiny island again. It's, uh, the the deliberateness of it is, yeah, I like it. <clears throat> All right, well, that's all I've got for this episode, I think. Uh, fine episode. Arrow's still doing a great job. Doing a great job. I think may have <sighs> may have been my favorite show again five weeks in a row. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> that's unprecedented heights. Um, we will not get another Arrow unless they change things until, I believe, April 26th, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh... That's what's on the official promo, so... Yeah. For, for the next episode, so... So you're, you're, we're getting all the CW shows back except for Legends. Legends, if uh, if you're not if you're not familiar, is uh, ending at season Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That is what's happening. Yeah. And so we um, didn't plan any April Fools' crap because this will air tomorrow anyway. And screw it. Yeah, I hate April Fools. It's a pain in the ass. The, the one that really annoyed the crap out of me was like was somebody posted something saying that uh, Harmon's getting the actors back together for the movie. Oh, for Community. Yeah. The one that annoyed me was um, the uh, the, in, the the official confirmation that um, Sony is continuing the uh, is continuing the Amazing Spider-Man universe with Andrew Garfield, <laughs> but only in the Venom Venom and Silver Sable movies, which actually is so is is plausible. It is, you actually. know, Garfield wasn't a bad Spider-Man, and... mm, he wasn't. So anyway. Um, that is going to do it for us. DCOnScreen.com for every episode. Or you can, get a, uh, you can go to iTunes and Stitcher if you want to ca- keep up on whatever it was, the last hundred or so. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can find us at GiantSizeTeamUp.com. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. A lot of cool shows over there. And we're going to be coming back probably on uh, Tuesday with news. A lot of stuff dropping already. So there's that to look forward to. And um, until next time, you can keep the knife and keep some DC on your screen. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. 
Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.